Welcome to Small Bites with Glenn Gross and Derek Tim. We hope you're hungry. Spaghetti you can eat with a spoon. Oh, oh, SpaghettiOs. Hit it. Where's the beef? Cookie. He likes it. Not so for you. Not so for you. Not so for you. Feed me more. Long as I can have you here with me, I'd much rather be a river in blue jeans, babe. Live from the Wildfire Studios. Somewhere. Jersey. Yo, I always do that. I'm sorry. Please. Start yeah. over. Ready? Live from the Wildfire Studios. Somewhere in Deptford, New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> We're in Deptford, New Jersey. I, but you messed up my opening. Yeah. That was John Dorenzo. That wasn't Terry. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, this is Small Bites on Wildfire Radio. <clears throat> my name's Glenn Gross. And, and I am actor John Dorenzo. We don't care. I'm sitting in for the... Thank you. <laughs> Who are you sitting in for? Uh, Derek Tim. Where we is Derek, by I, the way? Who cares? Antarctica again or something? I, you know, I don't Barbie. Know. Do you know where he went? No, no. Uh, nobody no, knows. Nobody, he just said he wasn't going to be here, and he's like, "Can you yeah. can you invite some friends in?" I'm like, "Sure." That's what we did. That's exactly what we did. Nobody cares where he is. We don't need no stinking Derek. No. How you doing? Good. I'm doing okay. How about you? Uh, I'm well. I hear you have some things going on with Fat Jack's Barbecue. Yes, we do. I own Fat Jack's Barbecue. In case I, you didn't know that. that, you know what? Somebody, Barbie, did you know that? <laughs> what? Christine, did you know he owned a barbecue restaurant? No, a I chain of barbecue restaurants. Well, th- I thought that, it had vegetables. That well, we have vegetables. <laughs> we have mac and cheese. We have baked beans. We have cornbread. That's all stuff. You can eat that. By the way, is Christina Morton? She's a, she's a vegetable vegetarian. I like well, that term. You like I'm that? I'm gonna add that to my bio. Uh, uh, commission right here. <laughs> well, you know, is somebody else that, that that is fond of vegetables? I think. No, who would that be? I, our own John Howard Fusco. Are you there, Johnny Boy? Hello, hello, John. John, Uh-oh. John must be in a tunnel. So we're holding for John. We're seeing if he grows so, out that tunnel that Barbie's usually in. Yeah, well, Barbie, but Barbie can't be in a tunnel because she's here. So hey, you know, there's this thing going around. A, a tunnel? With stupid men telling bad jokes, and they just keep telling the same fucking one over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, but you it's still. But you always sound like you're funny. in a tunnel. So listen, we you're not here when we get the call. We're like I have been calling landline. <laughs> sounds like AOL dial-up when you call in yeah, sometimes. It does, it? So you know we have a studio full of people here. Am I right? We do. So it's always full here anymore, actually. I know. Who let's do we go, have? Let's go around the table. Introduce yourselves, everybody. Start with you. Uh, Keith Gallo from uh, Tony G's Pub and Eatery in uh, Jeffersonville, Narstown area. Go ahead. Oh, Christina Martin, uh, Cooking to Nourish. The Vegetable-itarian. Who's Chef next? Barbie Marshall, uh, current season at Hell's Kitchen All-Stars. And go ahead. Was, it's your turn. Um, Colleen Creeble, owner of Creeble's Bakery in Eagleville. Okay. Yeah, man. So... And, that was John Dorenz who didn't say anything. Yeah, I, well, you always cut me off, so. Uh, because you always interrupt me. Did we get John? No, we don't have. Okay, no, well, the hell no, with John. John. Well, I miss John. I like talking to John. See how his book. So he was at a book signing today. Maybe he's caught up with that. I, yeah, maybe I, his wrist hurts. Uh, I saw he was well. Hey, he's selling a lot of those books. Yes, down he there, is. I think he has so, some. I so saw. let's. let's uh, who do you want to start with? I don't know. I think we should go around the room. Keith, what's up? So you join us today all the way from West Norton, Pennsylvania. Tell yes. us about tell us about Tony G's. Tony G's. Uh, my family's uh, owned uh, the, the business for uh, almost forty years now. Uh, I took it over about ten years ago and kind of 
you know, I joke around. I did, did that like bar rescue kind of. You did it yourself, it. Yeah, right? Yeah, changed, sure. Re- renamed it, changed the concept. John Tapper Jr. Put some money in in there and uh, fixed it up. And just every year I do something to it. You know, I'm I'm there. I'm there. You know, not 24 seven, but it I'm seems there. Like it doesn't. You know, in the kitchen, behind the bar. You know, wherever I got to be. Hey, listen. Hey, uh, hang on for one second, guys. I do believe we that we've wrangled John, John Howard Fusco on the phone. John, are you there? I'm, I'm here, guys. I'm finally here. Yeah, it you must have signed. Yeah, you, <laughs> you must have signed so many autographs today at your book signing, huh? Oh my goodness! That's why you're late. So uh, bring I us wish, up. Bring wish us up to speed. Case, anyway. What's that? <laughs> uh, I wish I was the case, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so bring us up to speed. John is. Uh, tell tell everybody what you do, Johnny boy. All right. Well, uh, writer for the Courier Post, also for NJMonthly.com. Book uh, uh, coming history of Cape May is out and about. I've been doing a lot of events on that. Uh, real quickly, just a few things, news items I want to mention. Uh, Barcelona, which has only been open for a few months, they've already lost their chef. Chef Parasha has already left. They haven't named a replacement yet. They've only been open for about three months. Uh, Phil Eater, Eater Philly and Michael Klein reported this week that Albert Zhang of Kabuki Sushi is opening new, two new places on Fairmont Avenue called Engimono. En- uh, one will be a deli that will serve a poke, and the other one will be a straight sushi restaurant. Uh, look for the deli slash poke place to open sometime in November. Uh, a few new places to mention around, uh, Gin and Pop. This is a new casual upscale bar and restaurant on Poplar Street in Francisville. Dalang, which is a Asian fusion eatery in West Philly on 47th and Walnut. And Taco Silly in Point Breeze, which is run by Juan Carlos Romero, who once had his shop, Los Taquitos de Puebla. Uh, we got the Whiskey Fest coming up on October 26th at the link. There will be over 300 varieties of spirits available, including some local distilleries such as Dad's Hat, Philadelphia Distilling, and Manitani Steelworks. Uh, the event starts at 6.30, and tickets are $110. That is a great event, uh, by the way. Just yeah, so absolutely. That's, that's fabulous. Uh, on the 18th of this week, uh, Open Kitchen Sculpture Garden in North Philly will be hosting an event to collect food and other supplies for Puerto Rico. Uh, bring your canned goods, bring your supplies there, and you'll taste some Caribbean rice soup uh, that they'll be serving. Go to their Facebook page to get more details. I'll put you on the Jersey side of things. Smoke Barbecue is a new eater that will be opening tomorrow in Audubon. Uh, they'll be taking a location that was once housed the uh, Crux Cafe, which recently closed i did not know that and i'm really glad and i'm glad to see that craig leban gave park place cafe in merchantville three bells in his review this week after all i only wrote about this place back in april so thanks craig for finally catching up on that <laughs> so where john uh, where's, where's smoke barbecue in audubon uh you know what it is i'll give you that address if you give me a second we're gonna check him out tick tock um, tick tock <laughs> tick tock <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will post that later on with my other okay. articles, hashtag because I know you guys got to move on. Yes, but we I'll do. Be I have a question. Quick. What was the name of that place yeah. that you first said that lost their chef? It's Barbie. Hey, Barbie, what's up? What place you're looking for? The first place that you were talking about? Oh, Barcelona. Barcelona. Okay. Yeah, it's a topless restaurant that opened a few months ago. Uh, it's actually a chain, um, but um, their, their chef already left every three months. Yes, so Barbie just sent a resume. One? Did you say a topless restaurant? Is it the Philly one? Yes, it's the Philly one, absolutely. On Passyunk Avenue? Okay. Cool. Barbie just texted a resume to the owner. (laughs) No. Well, John, you are always full of great information. The Philadelphia area and surrounding area just has so much going on that um, you're busy. Yes, you are. 
we appreciate you giving us call in and uh, filling us in. We uh, hope to talk to you soon. Why don't you let everyone know where they can find you and what you have going on? Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, the history of Cade May uh, book is out. I'll be doing a, a talk at the Orange County Library in St. Minton this Tuesday at 6 o'clock. And just to give you a heads up, I will be doing a taping of What's on Tap TV show on SNJ. I'll be taping that later this month. Cool. I don't know when I'll be actually playing the episode, but that will be happening later this October. Outstanding. Wow, outstanding. Well, we look forward to hearing from you next week, John. We will talk to you later, and thanks for calling in. All right, guys. Take care now. Have a good night. John is always a wealth of knowledge. Isn't he, he is a wealth of he knowledge. He is a wealth of knowledge. He's, he's always full of something. And his book is really interesting. The Cape May book? Is it? Is it? I've been dying. To, I, was, I was hoping he was going to be here with a couple copies. Uh, next time I see him, I would definitely want to pick one up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sir, yeah. he's doing well with it. He's out promoting it and doing yeah, his thing. Well, and he works hard for the station here and he, yeah. with, for us. Yeah, he's, so. got to, he's got to promote the book. He's yeah, got man. to get it out there and get the name out there. So, Keith, we were on to you. Yep. Uh, we didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, it's all right. So if you're looking for a South Philly sandwich in the suburbs and you're in the Narstown, King of Prussia, Valley Forge area, you're the place to go. Yes, uh, we're known for our uh, South Philly style sandwiches. Which Glenn hasn't been able sandwiches. to pull his mouth off of a couple of them. Keith brought with him one of the most amazing cheesesteaks I've had. I just had a chance to taste the cheesesteak. Oh, uh, my God. Right? And I was just saying donkeys, okay? It's, donkeys it's, was very good. It was very good. This is similar, but it's all, it's long. Remember how the donkeys, donkeys is round. round and had the poppy seed? Very similar. At great steak. That's yeah, a nice seated roll from uh, College Hill Bakery. Is that a standard steak um, or did you beef it up for us? Huh? No, standard. So you won yeah, 12 ounces of meat. Really? Mm-hmm. And you won wow. best cheesesteak in Montgomery County? Two years in a row. Two years in a row. Yep. Readers of the, or by voted by... Times Herald. Times Herald. Okay, Herald. yeah, that's strong. We won best, of, uh, best wings uh, Philly hot list uh, last year. Oh, uh, no way. Um... You know, well, I'm no stranger to one of your wings. No. So uh, Keith and I are, are, are not only longtime family friends. We go way back. We've owned taverns uh, in the same town, and our families are uh, dear family friends. So I've yes. known this guy a long time. I worked there for a little while. Do mm-hmm. so I? I held the record for a while upstairs, most ringing on that register. Is that stand still? No. No, you killed no, that. No, we, we're, well, kill, we're, we're killing it. Right nice. Uh, we had. He was mm. booking parties up there. I was bartending. He and we were killing it. At, what I bartended year? there too. Did you? You yeah, did too. Wow. Ago. What a small world. Yeah. <laughs> small bullet. Well, Colleen bartended for me too at my tavern <laughs> when I owned a tavern. Oh, my so look how good they're doing. Right. 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 <laughs> and look at us. Right. So. Your dad started that, bought that place, right? Yes, in 1980. And what was it? I was Frank's Pub. So it was Frank's Pub. Yeah. Well, my dad named the Frank's yeah, Pub. Yeah, what was it? Frank. What? Yeah, of course. What uh, was it? It was a couple different places. But, I mean, it actually dates back to, like, uh, the early 1900s. No kidding. Yes. yes. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Ser- serving? Yes. No kidding. Yeah, it was, um, wow. it was actually owned by the Scheitz family, who owned Scheitz Valley Forge uh, Brewery. In Narstown at one time. No kidding. Yes. I didn't know that. That's yes. crazy. Back in the day. Your dad's been an amazing success there. That, yep. it's, it's a great corner. If anyone knows the area, it's where Egypt Road meets Ridge Pike. It's, it's you know, like a keystone spot. Mm-hmm. You can't miss it. You can check awesome. us out at uh, TonyGsPub.com. I hear you're expanding. Uh, yep. Find a building on? next door. Going to knock down and make a parking. Wow. So that, that'll wow. really uh, so uh, there you go everybody. That's how good business is there. He's guys be yeah. buying the building next door and knocking it down. That's awesome. That's right. Cool. Right. Yeah. Right. So I've actually never had a cheesesteak on a seated roll. No, really? Not really. Wait, do you have that? It's really I good. Did. She it, did. It she really scarfed good. it. Yeah. Did you see her? It's really good. I just, I mean, I've, I've been in Philly all my life, and that was a surprise to me. Yep. But this hoagie, I've definitely had the cedar roll on a hoagie, but it's really flavorful. I dig it. Yeah, yeah me too. It's, it's called the Godfather hoagie. The Godfather. The Godfather. What's on it? 
Uh, it's got a prosciutto, um, some balsamic vinegar, provolone cheese, um, an imported uh, Genoa, and an imported ham capicola. It reminds me of like um, a Sarcone's deli. Yes. Uh, okay. That's what I try when I I opened up. I took over my place. I kind of took a little bit from everybody in Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you know. I renamed the place Tony G's, which is actually named after my younger brother, who's mentally uh, handicapped. So we named it after him and gave it gave it you, that. That's Italian, the second, that's the second restaurant you named yes. after him. Yes, really. Yeah, yeah. Keith, yeah. Do, Keith doesn't sound too good. No, no. Sound for an Italian boy, and I'm named Keith. You know, <laughs> Keith's Irish pub. Yeah, you know? right. Right. Yeah. Could have went that way. You look. You don't look Irish, though. No, definitely don't look Italian. You look what? All Italian, hundred percent Italian. I'll give you that. So, award-winning wings, award-winning sandwiches, um, football specials, stuff like that. We have all kinds of specials, Bud Bud Light specials. We do uh, wings, boneless wings. Um, Wings have gotten so expensive. How are you handling the pricing of wings? I mean. Eating yeah, it. That's that's our loss item. They're uh, right around two ninety five a pound right now. Uh, they, they finally dropped. Uh, they're okay. dropping well, down. Well, I was like last week two forty and stuff like that. But yeah, that's still it's it's our loss leader. You know, yeah. you make money out of the places. It brings yep. people in. So yeah, definitely. Definitely been yeah. tough though. Yeah, your wings are pretty sizable. They're pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, the wings always are banging there, and everybody knows, you know, in the area where to go for wings, and that's where you and go. We got like, a, yeah, tw- they have like a nice that 21, 21 yeah. different nice, flavors. Like yeah, this was uh, Honey Hot Bee Sting. Okay. So I figured give us something different, but, yeah, you know, another good. big seller is uh, Honey Jerk. Really? Which is something different, yeah. Wow, wow. Mix the honey, in it, and I got a nice jerk seasoning. Mix that. That's funny, because my wife says, it. honey, you're a jerk all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, wow. They're unbelievable. It was one of them jokes. Well, you shouldn't say that for the end. No, it just kind of fit right in, you know. Yeah. I, I'll think of a joke before the end. I'm no Jackie to joke me and Martling, but yeah, you may. I am pretty funny. Maybe you are. Sometimes you're pretty funny. <laughs> What's that? Jackie's rubbing off on everyone. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't have Jackie this week. Just because because uh, Derek was too lazy to Derek's book him not probably here. or put it on the uh, on the car uh, talking shit while the host is gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he let us hear. Like, he let the cat out. He let you know while let the us cats play. away the mice. This is the play. second time he let us play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you and me, yeah. yeah but you know, I've been around. <coughs> you've I've probably done it once or twice myself. You've definitely been. You've done it once or twice yourself. Yeah. That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, I well, heard you like to do know, it yourself. I wouldn't do it with you because just because. So, do you uh, do you have all the games on Sunday? Oh yeah, you have packages. Well, no, no, we don't. Uh, nobody no. gets that anymore. How big? Really? Is your, how big is your yeah. restaurant? Uh, it's it's small. I mean, I have two floors. Okay. I have about seats for about forty five downstairs, and then we have it upstairs that we have a bar, but that's mostly open on the weekends mm-hmm. for parties. Um, private parties and stuff like that. I do Cater- do catering? Uh, catering mostly up there. I mean, I do cater. For, like, I have families always call me. They want to do catering. You know, it's we, we have a small kitchen. We're mm-hmm. actually expanding our kitchen and making. We had a little dining room that we're now making our pantry area. Okay. So. Yeah, the place is uh, close quarters, but it's it's tri- it really gives you the South Philly feel. You know, you're in a small place. Everybody knows everybody. It's that type spot. And uh, I definitely suggest going in and uh, trying the South Philly gumbo. How is that? What is South Philly gumbo? Uh, It's it's one of the few soups that I make. Mostly my cooks cooks do everything, but Mm -hmm. I do South Philly gumbo. It's got um, the basic soup stuff, and it has um, rice in there, uh, andouille sausage, chicken, um, peppers, the onions, all that stuff. And it's it's good. Sounds good. Tomatoes. That sounds very good. What makes it South Philly? South Philly? Because he said so. <laughs> Just he sticks his South thumb Philly in there, and he's like, all right, now it's South Philly. It doesn't have, it doesn't have the seafood in there thumb. and the shrimp and stuff like that. So, uh, okay. Yeah, it sounds good. Throw some of the cheesesteaks in, and it's uh, South Philly. Nah, and uh, 
some of my favorite bartenders still there. Yeah, Rosalie's still there. They're not. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't go anywhere. Liam still got Liam, Liam Rowe, Rowe, yeah. Claire. Good. Yeah. Most most of my employees have been with me for uh, you know ten fifteen. My, my one cook's been there for God. She's just I just gave her an award for twenty five years. That's why wow. I meant, that's yeah, why I, mean, I mentioned it. Well, that says something about seventy years old. And she's still yeah, she really? she cooks a little bit, does a lot of our prep mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But she's been with my family for a long time. That's why I brought it up because mm-hmm. I knew that that was the case, and that that's a testament to the product, to the management, to the family, to everything there, and you know, <clears> definitely because it's not easy to do. Yeah, when you get uh, good when you get good people, you have to. I, I've had two kitchen managers that have been with me for twenty six years. Yeah. What I liked was uh, the way you guys finished off the pork in the oven at night. Uh, well, yeah, we cook it overnight. Last guy out, yeah. You yeah. Always, uh, last guy out the building yep. turns the oven off mm-hmm. and just lets it sit. No, no, we put it in the oven. Oh, at night. do you? Okay, oh. put it in the oven at night and have You're it. Trying to turn everybody the hell yep. off. Oh, we just gonna let the pork <laughs> sit in the oven all night <laughs> well, long. Disregard go. that, listeners. <laughs> that is not correct. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even. Realize well, what that's he the said. old school. That's the old school way to. It wasn't all night because the no. cleaning crew would we, come in and. No, we put and it on. Guys would come in. We put it on at night. Yeah. Cook it slow, uh, slow and low. Low and slow. And slow. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny. And but, then as soon as we come in the morning, pull it out. But you can smell it, it outside. It's oh, yeah. like Ooh. the whole block smells when they cook it, and it's just fantastic. Yeah, I grew up right in that area. It's funny when, when we open up the first Fat Jack's barbecue. Uh, How <laughs> do we know this is going to turn into a Fat Jack story? Somebody's ringing. That's Glenn. Glenn can't find his phone. It's in his pocket. He after he yelled at everybody, I shut everyone else. He can't even find it. I know it's under you. It's still ringing. Excuse. Me. Yeah, how about take care of that? How about take care of that? So, uh, also in studio with us tonight is Colleen Kriebel from Colleen's Custom Cakes. Welcome to Small Bites. It's a little crazy in here tonight. <laughs> Thank you. So, so you're here to uh, talk about your um, your custom cakes, your cupcakes. You have some cake decorating classes. Why don't you tell us where you're located and what you got going on? Sure. We're a little bakery in Eagleville, PA. We have a little storefront there, and we do a huge business out of 750 square feet. Um, doing like 60-some custom cakes every single weekend. Um, I started out with the business. It was just I was just in the back of a friend's kitchen just doing like six cakes a week. Started a Facebook page, and it just went viral. It blew up from there. When did that? What year was that? 2011. Wow. Okay. It seems so. Because uh, Colleen and I know each other as well. Yeah. And uh, it just seems, uh, man, time flies. So you've been in the same location? So we're in the same location now coming up on our five-year anniversary. Um, in Eagleville, in the storefront there. Where exactly are you? Do you know where Salter Ski Shop is? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right there. We're right in that little shopping center, Colonial wow. Center. Uh, did you know that? Mm-hmm. Did you know there? Oh, I go there all the time. Do you? Yeah. I thought you were diabetic. You I'm, can't eat the stuff. What are you I, doing I, I support whenever I need a cake, I go there. Good. Yeah, we do well. We do Thanks for your f- referrals. I just nah. had one of your parties. Nah. Yeah, the, the beer pong one? Yeah. That was, a that was beer nice. pong? What did you make for a beer pong party? A beer pong cake. A beer pong. It looked like a, a nice. table, and then it had the little cups that I put like Jello in it that looked like beer. <laughs> That's awesome. Little beer pongs made out of fondant, pong balls. You know, your work's incredible. <laughs> and it, uh, what's your website? Uh, we're at creeblescustombakery.com. And you can get a look at everything there and check out what's going on. So you just started some, or you have some cake decorating classes. Did you just start those, or what's up? Um, I've been doing it for two years now. Yeah. So. Um, originally, when I went to college, I was so inspired by my chef instructors that I wanted to be an instructor myself. Um, and then my business took over my life, which is a good thing. Yeah, it's um, good. but as I decided long as you're successful at it. Yeah, which you yeah, are. yeah. So, but then I decided I want to start teaching. So I decided to develop classes and host them right there in my bakery. Um, and every time I host a class, which I run them with the school season, so I'm from June, I'm September to June, and then I take the summer off. But 
Um, they're fully booked every single, their intimate classes were small, so it's like four to six students. Um, they get two hours of like one-on-one instruction with me and they learn how to decorate cakes. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic, fun. especially with the really popularity fun. of, you know, cake decorating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know firsthand, you um, appeared on a uh, episode of Cake Wars. Yes. Tell us about that. That was amazing. Yeah? What, yeah. When was that? That was October 2016. It was the Adams Family episode. Okay, okay. Um, and I didn't even have an, any idea what was going to happen, but they literally flew you out to Hollywood, filmed you, and then put you on TV. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But Barbie knows a little bit about that. A <laughs> little yeah. bit. Right? A little bit. Right? But little she, bit. she's just in New York, but they didn't fly her anywhere, but same thing, right? You apparently she, have never <laughs> seen an episode of Hell's Kitchen, and you just blasted it to all of our audience that you haven't hell's kitchen is filmed yeah. in last oh is it LA. is it i didn't know, I didn't yeah. know. Is Clearly, it really it really is the best 17 where'd you find this later. guy is it really yeah and he still doesn't know right so what, I, he's, i didn't know i honestly didn't know when i was on the food network i was on a rewrapped and they sent a limo for me to take me up to north jersey they filmed it up in north was, cool. i thought that was really cool yeah i would have thought it was filmed yeah. in new york and, and we had we, we had to redo uh part of the segment the following week and they sent another limo to pick me up. Well, I just thought that was really classy. That's cool. It the guy really that cool. picked us up, he was like, you're going to get the Kardashian treatment from us. And I was like, what? And they just, they did. They catered to our every need. It was really neat. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. You guys, you had a great experience. I went to hell. I yes, to you hell. did. <laughs> yeah, but you got to meet Gordon. So yeah, A couple times. Yeah. And he, so he is a pretty good guy, though, isn't he? He's a really good guy. Yeah. Is that what it is? 17 seasons? Yeah. Is it? It's been a long time. season of Hell's Kitchen. Wow. Like... Over, I think our our first episode might have been the 251st wow. of this season. Really? The wow. 251 episodes or something. That's yeah. super successful. Like, I mean, you know, are you are you finished now? Is yours still running? Oh, it just started. Yeah, I know, but you're third episode. Okay, good. That's yeah. good. Good. He's trying to get something out of you. Don't don't <laughs> no, tell him. No, no, don't I tell know, him. I didn't know if uh, next week lo- looks good. Yeah, <laughs> just I, got, I got home last God. night. I was wide awake, being in the bar business. I'm like, all right, I gotta start watching this. So can got, you give us a little start, a little heads the, up or no? Last episode, uh, just a little. One. What, we can talk about the last episode we saw. Like, what, what what did you think was good about that one? Okay, so there was this article that 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 is titled "Barbie Burns Robin with a Fish Dig." And I really liked this article because it was like Barbie yells at or Robin yells at Barbie. Um, try to be accurate with your times. And I like was like, try to learn how to cook fish because she had been constantly <laughs> messing up. And I was just so over it. And and, and you know, that the fact that, you know, it was a tough service and we we got thrown out of the kitchen. We lost Ooh. Ashley. Like it was just really, 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 really a tough episode. And then at the end, I was like, what? "What's happening?" <laughs> like, and yeah, the guys are killing it. The guys yeah. are killing it, and they, apparently they have a new strategy. They've sent Van to. Uh, uh, what, did, what did he say? He was going to try to throw me off my game. Yeah, it's flirting with you. Yeah, not, there was cool. some flirting going on in Hell's Kitchen. There's a showmance. It looks like it's about to happen. Between who? Me and Van. Really? Yeah, he wow. said I can come get some Barbie, of his white you're chocolate. Glowing. You're glowing. I'm going to uh, You know what? White chocolate melts fast. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Is that true, Colin? I don't know. Well, oh. you're the baker here. What do you mean you don't know? 
Yeah. Get closer to your mic. There yes. you go. Yes, it does. You can yeah. lift your mic up. It melts so easy. Is that white chocolate? It's is, got the lowest. It's got the lowest melting temperature of all What's the, the difference? Chocolate. What's the difference in the you white chocolate? It one's in your white and one's and dark. It's just going to just it's really? fall to pieces. Really? It's the just, amount of cocoa butter in it. Yes. Yeah. The more cocoa butter in it, the faster it's going to melt. Sure. So, yeah. And the darker the chocolate. See, you learned something, didn't you, Dorenzo? Yeah. I don't. You know I don't bake. I don't either. Yeah. But Colleen knew where I was headed with that. Yeah. I got you. I was picking up what you were putting down. But so that was a surprise with Ashley. Um, but they showed her just standing there, and then you kind of knew. Uh, well, it was a surprise. Uh, you know, it was. Just, I was surprised that I was put up for elimination. Like, well, then you I was put up for. I didn't see it yet. Oh yeah, I, 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 I was put up. I mean, come on, really? you, you guys know that. You know, there are two people from my season who right. like couldn't explain why mm-hmm. they didn't like me, and I, I left the door wide open. Well, I'm just true. Yeah. Well, is is it about my cooking? No, no, it's not about your cooking. Oh, okay. So then, what is the truth? Right? Tell the truth. Right. You know, tell what it what it really is. What threw me? I I think it was the last episode. I you were you weren't in it. Obviously, you weren't in the uh, lineup to to leave. But uh, <clears throat> I saw whoever it was, and then Gordon just turned around, uh, pulled out one of the guys, and threw him out. Yeah, that was I. Well, that, all right. That was amazing. Let's talk about you that. You look surprised. I was very surprised because during the episode, you see that the only person on the red team, I think, at that point that knew that Ben had diabetes was Manda, and she hadn't told that to anyone. And we don't really know what's going on on the blue side. And so the first that I'd heard that Ben had diabetes and that he was troubling, was having trouble with it was after we walked away so it was just such a shock because we'd had this terrible dinner service and you totally expect like one of these terrible people on your team to go home and they don't and he like pulls someone else and it's just like how how is that even possible do you think that was the underlying and what do you mean he said uh, he had diabetes what was well i i I, I, I only caught half that episode you talked that you caught the half where yeah, he, I, I caught where, the end, like the last fifteen or twenty minutes. Right, the end where he was like, I, "I've been watching you, and I just don't think that you have the stamina to pull off this okay. competition." Yeah, right. Well, it, the competition is stressful enough and right. on its own, and if you have health issues to you. begin with, it, it it's a handicap. Okay. I don't think that a lot of people burn chef for that, and I don't think that. Um, I don't think that his overlying message was that a person with a disability like diabetes isn't good enough for the job. I think that. His concern, ultimately and foremost, was, is this competition too stressful for your body to handle right now? And I thought that it wasn't a nasty thing. Like, even Ben at the end at his exit said, you know, this was totally the right decision. I don't have any regrets. I'm glad that I came. So, you know, when you're watching the show, I think it's really important that you look into what people are actually saying and try not to like look at it and just say oh like chef's a dick because he pulled this random person out like look at what the circumstances were mm-hmm. like is is if, is he going to pass out on the line mm-hmm. and i've worked with other chefs it. i've worked with other chefs with diabetes and you know everyone reacts differently but right. i've i've worked with some guys where i knew that their blood sugar was off because they would turn into a totally different person i have too have to i say, agree i have to hey check your sugar yep. Yep. you know like yep. Like you I had one you, guy that eventually had to get an insulin pump because he just couldn't stay on top of it, and a lot of people don't realize it's really. I'm diabetic. Stressful. It's tough too. Right, but you don't stand on the line and cook. So, so you well, can't I, I do, but I'm, it's not that I do it every day anymore. Right, but not the same kind. No, of it's a different line. Right. You, it's a different, it's a different line. kind. Of Absolutely line. right. Like when you're in a French brigade with like <clears> all of those, all of those stations, and oh, just I'm the sure. heat that's involved is completely different. When you have the heat from the have flat you, tops, you have the heat from the burners, like it's a completely different it's it's really um i was looking up 
that place Barcelona and it made it sound like Barcelona was it like 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 terrible the place that John was talking about but the chef just up inside decided to leave because he said I'm 41 years old I don't want to be working these hours I want to spend more time with my family well yeah there is a there is a certain amount of ageism that happens where you know you just physically can't keep up with standing and doing 15 16 hour days for you know a company that's not yours it's true have you have you worked over someone before that's that's went down in the kitchen i've been someone that's gone down in the kitchen i've i've worked over uh, someone i haven't been down i've been down i uh, and and oddly enough like my staff like picked me up it was it was, like they were like amazing but i had a vasovagal syncope um Ooh. basically i had worked myself into dehydration and mm-hmm. the blood pools in my lower half when i stand too long so i literally can't pump if i get dehydrated my heart can't pump really? blood up to my brain wow and there are warning signs and that day i ignored every one of the warning signs because i was too busy and your body will just be like hey lay down so that you can get oxygen to your brain and that's what happened you know it's funny because uh, i don't know four years ago five years ago i had a stroke and uh, i had it at work and i was i I didn't know i had it i'm sitting writing checks whatever i'm doing and i felt a little dizzy no big deal and so i got up and walked through the kitchen and uh, one of my guys says, uh, you're staggering through the kitchen. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. So I went back and looked at the cameras. I was staggering through the kitchen. I didn't, I didn't know anything was wrong, so they took me down to Nazareth Hospital. Next thing I know, nine days later, I had a stroke, and uh, I lost a little vision in the left parts of my eye. And I had, They told me I had a heart attack. I don't believe them, but uh, apparently I did. A small one. But I have no idea you had a PhD. This is just, you know, I think that goes around with men a lot. Like, What's that? They, they, you don't believe the doctors. It's not that I don't. I, yeah, I, how about him? I, I was going to comment. Now. He's like, yeah, he said he had a heart attack, but I don't I, believe him. I, no, no. It's, it's Why not, would you not believe it's him? Not, it's not that. I do. <laughs> no, it's not that. I, it's not so, the, it's not no, the it's millions, not billions of dollars, maybe even trillions that have been put into technology to, to, to diagnose no, 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 a heart attack. Well, it's it's not, not that. I no, it's your PhD. I, I got to be, uh, I'll tell you the truth. Well, he's a I, barbecue chef. He's a famous barbecue chef. Yeah. Right? Well, that's healthy. Yeah, he's that good. Is healthy. You're good, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just more See? fat. Well, seriously, I, I don't remember him telling me that I had a heart attack. Oh. Okay. And I, and I, I they, you did. It was small, but you did. And uh, I, I don't remember it. Him, you know, in the scheme of that nine days, him telling me, Dr. Freeman telling me that. Well, but before Maybe, Glenn. Maybe, possibly, that memory loss had something to do with the stroke you had. Oh, no, I didn't lose any memory. Maybe. You think? But you don't remember that the doctor told you I that you had a heart that. attack. I do. I but he lost them. You know what? See, this is what I'm talking about with the men and the doctors. No, no. Well, I know one thing he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember he was just eating all these pastries here. Colleen, what did you bring? <laughs> all oh, kinds of stuff. I heard carrot cake. You eat a lot. I thought you had diabetes. I, the peanut butter. I do. Are fantastic. So I have Christina peanut butter. Say but it's only- Hold on. Just say the diabetes. He has the diabetes. Is that what you said? So what do you got? They're going going ahead and trying all my stuff that I brought. I brought German butter cake, sticky buns. Which is the bond? Is this coconut? No, it's German butter cake. Oh, Oh, yo, Barbie. That's good. That was good. Um, There's carrot cake with cream cheese icing. Um, There's peanut butter bonbons. And then there's cannoli puffs. Have you ever had a cannoli puff? I'm going to have one right now. I'm going to have a cannoli puff. Where's your cinnamon buns? They're right there, Keith. Go ahead. No, I don't want them. You know, my dad loves them, though. Uh, you bring some home for him. No, I've never had a cannoli puff. My house. Yeah, try it. It's really good. Butter cake, so I have so, to take some home. Did you taste it? So it's not like a Philly style oh butter God. cake. This butter cake is a lot less sweet than the Philly stuff. It's not as gooey either, but it is a butter cake. 
And it's my style butter cake. Oh my God. Your style is bomb. Cannoli puff's great. Oh my God. So cannoli puff is a cream puff that we bake from scratch. My mom's my baker. She's here in studio, but she's hiding. Oh, are you? I didn't know that. Are you a baker? Pastry. Give her a microphone. No, she's good. She doesn't want to. (laughs) But anyway, she's my baker. So the bonbons, that's her recipe. The carrot cakes she does from, everything's from scratch. So she's amazing. We're going to be posting some pictures up on uh, at least the Small Bites uh, Facebook page. Nice. So you guys can get a look at this. Some of these pastries. Yep. Are... Some of Keith's food. We got some pictures of everything. Yep. So a cannoli puff I came up with because um, I just needed something else to put out in the showcase. And so I had cannoli shells and eclairs that we had, or cream puffs that we had just baked off and we ran out of pastry cream. So yeah. I said, stuff it full of cannoli cream and stick some <laughs> shells on it and then boom. Oh, is that crushed shells on the top? That's crushed cannoli it's shells It's really good. It's Thank really you. It's amazing fantastic. how resourceful you can get when you have to, isn't it? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> It yeah, really is amazing. I, well, you have done uh, some cakes for my family. My son was just recently married. Yes, he was. The and cake. they had a beautiful baby. Yeah, they did. So. <laughs> I did and that you, cake you too. did that cake too. And uh, everything's been great. Great. The, Thanks, the, John. The, the, the cake for the christening was really good. There was something in there. You probably don't remember. You do so many of them. Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip pound cake? Probably with the cream cheese buttercream yeah, on the inside. That's what it was. Yeah, that's Layers what it was. cream cheese. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was Thank good. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Everybody was going for that for sure. And they just look fantastic. You're so creative with it. How long have you been doing this? Um, I started baking when I was like 16 and I'm 36. So you worked You're for- You're not 36. Woo! Yes, I am. <laughs> you, you worked for Redner's? Is that Redner's? No, no, no. I, I worked for um, Au Petit Delice in Wayne for a long time. That's right. That's I right. trained under Patrick for um, seven years. Um, and that's when it really started, the passion for cake decorating. So I'd say cake decorating a solid 15 years. Wow. And yeah. you, so you were doing it before it was popular? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got really inspired by Duff and um, definitely Duff. Not so much yet. Yeah, yeah. Cake Boss as well. But right. Duff really, he's. Well, just, he was the inspiration for I, the. I for say a little Duff's bit of shade here. Creative and I what? don't like Cake Boss cake. I've heard that. I'm not going to chime it in. It tastes though. like high ratio shortening. Wow. <laughs> like when you put it in your mouth and you're just like, what's this sticky film? Oh, oh I hate that. Oh, I thank you. Um, because your mom's like, what's this? Butter. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, we use butter. <laughs> I, yeah, I can tell. Thank that's you. What the, that's why I mean, I'm not trying to burn them. But I hate that sticky cheap, film on the roof of your when mouth. When you use cheap ingredients yeah. like yep. the cake, well, you'll feel it in your mouth. You'll feel it in the icing. You'll feel it in the cake. Do you think that's truer in baking than, than savory, regular chef cooking, you, like like with ingredients? Oh, hell no. no. Like, uh, <laughs> you can go somewhere and someone's using butter it, and I will blast it. Like, you, it's like essentially a big gallon of popcorn oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same stuff <laughs> that you put, the popcorn oil that you put in the movie theater, you can taste that in, like, diners when you get home fries and you're like... <laughs> What is that, Mark? That's that world. No, it, it's, it's not. It's, it's world or, or butter. Right, or golden yeah. butter. Yeah, it's, 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 it's nothing to do horrible. with butter. Yep. It's just that's this disgusting. It's butter so substitute. There are there are ways that savory people cut corners, and you can taste it. You and can they're still teaching that it. world stuff in, in culinary schools. Not my school. Wait, what? They still well, use the re- that stuff in really? really? The reason they I mean, want we, the, the I, reason they say I, I, use it is because it doesn't burn and butter does. Mm-hmm. However, no, 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 no. That's that is operator error. I, I was, I was, I, I was just, just going to say that, and you know, and you know, the world world's not that cheap. It's about fifteen dollars a gallon. Butter's uh, two eighty a pound, two seventy a pound, somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's this thing on your stove. It's called a knob. If you learn how to use it, and turn I know how to use knobs. Barbie's brutal tonight. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
but you're right. It, it you know, there's no comparison between rural and the substitutes and, and butter or, or, or margarine. Even uh, the butter is just so much. You know, butter better. One of the ways that you can tell if <clears throat> a place is using cheap ingredients is how cheap the food is. If you go to a place that's privately owned and you can get something for like less than you can at McDonald's, trust me, (laughs) it is worse than McDonald's. I guess guess we're using really expensive ingredients then because my prices are pretty high. Well, you use expensive ingredients as it is. I I have to. Yeah. I I, I don't change things. I mean, I I think that we also have to educate our like diners and our consumers into what they're really getting because I often hear a lot of people saying, well, you know, it's really cheap and it's a lot of food. Like, really? Like... You know, it can. You can go somewhere. You can get really cheap, and you can get a lot. And I think that people associate. Well, you get a discount when you buy more. Uh, if you buy yeah. cheap, it's just cheap. It's cheap. Yeah, Keith, your dad. But was, you can tell the difference. You can tell the you difference. You really can tell the difference. You yeah, can. Your father you know? is the one that told me. I was opening our tavern, and I ran into him at the pizzeria you guys had in King of Prussia. What was the name of that? Oh, uh, that was Porgies. Porgies, Porgies, yeah. and he. I remember him saying, you know, uh, quality products, good food, and people mm-hmm. come. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you know, he, I, mean, like, I, I go down to city every week. Me and my dad, and we we check our meats and buy all our products. Make sure we get the you know the best quality. Yeah, hands on. See, I get yeah. that a lot at the bakery too. Like people will come in and be like, "What do you mean your cupcakes are two seventy five each?" See, I don't think two seventy five is a lot. For this a isn't shop right. Right, right, exactly. And have exactly. you tasted that icing? So right, our stuff right. is made from scratch. It doesn't come from a bucket. I, like, right. you well, know. I, I get people that come in. We haven't raised our prices in a long time, and when we did, maybe a year and a half ago. I had people coming into me, okay, and my stuff is really expensive because it's, it's, it's barbecue, ribs, and, and it's brisket. made from scratch. And it's made from scratch. Of course, I, had, I actually had a guy come into me. How dare you raise your prices? Excuse me, <laughs> I, I I was floored. You know, I I, I've, I kept them low for not low, but I kept them level for two years plus, mm-hmm. and I, I I got to the point where I had to do something. Yeah, you know, and I couldn't cover. You know, I, I can't raise it a dollar or two a sandwich. It's twenty cents a quarter, fifty cents. It's definitely challenging times with rising, rising costs, stuff like it that. Is. It's hard, you know, because yeah. goods have gone up, but you know, income hasn't gone up. Right. Wages have not gone up, and so it it doesn't it doesn't match. It, it's it's no, it very, doesn't. Very much different. <clears throat> like, you know, do you remember Barbie and, and, and you guys? I don't know. He's what, about three, to call us old. No. No, no, kids, no, 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 no. You kids, you remember? remember? No, you no, kids no. remember when? No, no, not kids, because no. he pointed at us, because no. we, we should oh, probably God. remember it, I which was, means he's calling Will you soul. shut up? <laughs> God damn. My, what I was Don't going, curse the Lord. What, what he I doesn't was, have nothing to do with this. What I was going to say was, maybe three years ago, it would affect you and probably you more than, than you would. But uh, He thinks we're on TV sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> the way he points around, he thinks it's a TV camera. They can't see us, Glenn. The people, shut up, too. You have to. You have to. My, my point was, uh, maybe three years ago, when prices just soared, it went, beef prices went crazy. Um, Jeez, my brisket went right? from $3 a pound to seven fifty a pound. Damn. Okay. Uh, ribs went up to four dollars a pound chicken went to a dollar eighty a pound you remember that fly it was horrible i mean i i i know a lot of my friends went out of business they should have went to vegetables there we go Perfect. yeah like the 75 five dollar case of lettuce three months ago yeah, well, thinking about she, doing we, a vegan don't get mad at her yeah, i'm not mad at her she didn't, she's, she's not pricing your lettuce cool. wait Christina, you are you pricing the lettuce case of lettuce three months ago it was yeah romaine 
I don't. I don't buy it. I, I don't what need. Kind I of buy it. Well, who the hell you got Romaine. buying oh, for you? Ro- because yeah. three months ago was the damn spring. <laughs> Romaine, Romaine lettuce was growing right the hell here. Romaine maybe it's growing in the I parking mean, it lot. It wasn't even here. spring. Three months ago was Romaine. Summer. Three yeah. months ago was about seventy dollars a case. I think uh, they well, per- I, I remember those two days. Months ago, <laughs> two it, months yeah. ago was summer. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm you need te- a new listen buyer. to me. How about sorry? Okay. I'm t- I don't. Sorry, I don't buy it. I don't use it. I mean, whoever's buying too. it for you is fucking up. Uh, I, I buy. I only go through three or four heads of lettuce a week. I don't use a lot. Then why are you buying a case? I didn't buy a case. I said, do you remember when lettuce went up to seventy? See, you don't listen. Okay, well, I thought yeah. that you were telling me because <laughs> you actually bought the no, shit. No, when I was at Restaurant Depot, I'm looking at produce price. Oh, my God, $70 for a case so, of romaine, $80 oh. for a case of celery. Wow. Uh, oh, well, that's the problem. Crazy. Why are you in the Why Depot? Why are you shopping there? Because I have certain mm. things that I like there. Uh, yeah, Depot was sir, cheaper. Getting whirl. Sir, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting whirl. <laughs> you got a pallet of whirl. No, they have, a, they have a chicken base that I use and a couple other things that I use. Um, what are you looking at? She just, not she's digging not digging it. She's giving you them eyes. She's you got to watch the show. Yeah. I just think I'm going to say the eyes. All the girls are saying the eyes. They can't handle the truth. You, I don't have to really say it. You really much yelling on the show. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what I noticed about Hell's Kitchen? See, the problem Everybody is, smokes. Did you notice that? No, smokes don't. what? Yes, they do. Where? 95% of people come to smoke. Come to the place. They show me smoking. You smoke? Do you smoke? Yeah, I do. Can you still smoke in let me tell you something. Not in the kitchen. Let me tell you. If I didn't have have a cigarette that a whole lot more feelings hurt <laughs> because I have something in my mouth and a deep inhale and Excuse exhale me? to think about the the burn before it comes out Feel the burn. you see that that fish burn happened because there was no cigarette we were in the middle of stuff and she went she she tried it and the thing about it is I am a very nice person Yes, you are. Unless you come for me. But if you come for me, you better, you better be fucking ready. <laughs> <laughs> you better be ready. Because if you come for me, we're going on this trip. We're going to go down this road together, and your side's going to be bumpy as fuck. Damn. <laughs> Ooh. I know. You're upset with me because I don't know. I don't watch no. the show. I don't know. You are just... well, but you, you thought the show was in New York. New York. I thought it was. Well, you would think Maybe Hell's Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen, New York. You know, yeah, I would well. think it was there. I don't know. No. Well, it has nothing to do with Hell's Kitchen New York. No, I know. I just would thought maybe it was there. Well, he Everyone was trying to makes that mistake. Yeah, he yeah. was trying to put it in to sound good, you know. Right. Yeah. But uh, uh, did we go blank for a second? I, I, yeah, I've been going in and out. Uh, so let's talk to Christina for a minute. Yeah, Christina, what's up? You haven't said sure. boo. Veg us, veg us out. Vegetable every chance I can. Veg us out. What's up? Uh, oh, I was just at Cook this afternoon. I did a class at uh, Cook Rittenhouse. Ooh, we really? did, uh, yep, uh, Chef Christopher was with me. We did uh, soup and sandwich day, uh, all plant-based, all vegan. Oh, nice. Cool. What did you so serve? We served a, um, let's see, we had a... Were you there? It was yeah. vegetarian. Okay. okay. Just we had a bami right. with, a, with a ramen soup. Oh, uh, that sounds ramen. good. We had um, butternut squash uh, soup Perfect with, time of the year with that for that. Right. Uh, with a tempeh Reuben. Um, and we had um, pe- a peppers and egg sandwich. Uh, well, the eggs and quote. Hold that with thought. Soup. We're going to get back to you in a second. Sure. So don't forget where you were. So the holidays, we just, you know, the holidays are coming. Yes, they are. And the malls are going to get busy. Yes, they are. And they're going to be packed with the hungry shoppers. Yes, they are. And people get cranky. And you know who knows a little bit about cranky shoppers? Who would that be? Chaz Kurtz. He's here. He's the public relations manager for Annie Ann's Pretzels. And he is on the line, and he's going to talk to us about his brand. Welcome to Small Bites, Chaz. 
Thanks so much. How are you? From talking about fine dining to mall pretzels. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. like a mall pretzel, come on. We covered a whole spectrum here at Small Bites, but uh, it's awesome to have you. And uh, tell us a little bit about your brand and about the philosophy and history behind Auntie Anne's pretzels. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure most of us in the area are probably pretty familiar with Auntie Anne's. If you've been to a mall, if you've been to the airport, train station. Uh, but we are actually on February 2nd of this next year. We'll be celebrating our 30th anniversary. So uh, we've wow. been around for quite some time. Wow. And the brand actually began at Downingtown Farmers Market. Auntie Ann Byler, real woman who uh, who started the brand, Auntie Ann herself, she started twisting some pretzels at the Downingtown Farmers Market to help support her husband's dream of starting a community counseling center that he was later able to open. Uh, just this little pretzel stand kind of quickly grew by word of mouth, and then friends and family started saying, hey, can we open up our own Auntie Ann? So kind of an informal franchising initially, and it grew rapidly, and uh, today just... 29-plus years later, uh, we have 1,700 locations around the world, more than 25 countries. And, uh, yeah, you you can go to Thailand, you can go to Japan, Korea, and you'll find Annie Ann's pretzel, same pretzel you can get here in Pennsylvania. That's astonishing. I didn't know that. Your headquarters are in Lancaster County? Yep, our headquarters are in downtown Lancaster. We are actually owned by... Uh, Focus Brands, which is based out of Atlanta, Georgia. They own some other mall staples like Cinnabon and Carvel Ice Cream, and then some fast casual brands, Moe's Southwest Grill, Schlotsky's, and McAllister's Sandwiches. Um, so we are able to uh, kind of benefit from the resources and leverage that they're able to give us as a, a parent brand, but we still really have our autonomy. We're a, a Lancaster County born and bred company. And uh, that's still where we conduct our day-to-day business. It sounds like they need a barbecue brand in there to break up all the sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Hey, uh, I can give you the numbers for the folks if you want to uh, have some conversation. I might want to do that. <laughs> well, Chaz, there you go. It, it sounds like Annie Ann's is definitely up to some really cool things lately. Um, tell us about what the brand has been doing specifically for its fans. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is actually great timing for us to talk because... Uh, Next Monday, the 23rd, we are going to be launching our newest product. It's going to be the Sriracha Pretzel and Pretzel Nuggets. And uh, it's going to be an LTO item uh, available for a limited time only in our stores. But the cool part about this is kind of how it came to be. So uh, over the summer in June, we were um, kind of thinking about, you know, what, what can we do to really spice up our menu, add something fun on there? And how can we involve our fans? You know, we have this really loyal following, over a million followers on Facebook. And uh, they're a passionate group. And we wanted to see, you know, how we could involve them in our uh, kind of innovation process. We literally asked them. We said, uh, hey, you know, help us come up with our next pretzel flavor. We were kind of blown away. We had over 1,200 fan responses to what was literally just a simple Facebook post saying, hey, what are your ideas for our next pretzel? Wow. Uh, so uh, a little overwhelmed. So we decided to narrow that down to 10 that folks could vote on. Uh, so I actually have the list here. I'm going to read them because they're, they're pretty uh, – unique list of flavors that were the top 10 finalists. We had apple pie, chocolate cherry, maple brown sugar, s'mores, pink lemonade, sriracha, taco, Korean barbecue, dill pickle, and buffalo wings. Wow. So the 10 flavors. You were, wow. Yeah, I that? didn't expect any of those. No, dill no, pickle no. and buffalo wings. Wow. How, yeah, did, so, how were uh, they received? For, how, how, how were the flavors received? 
Yeah, so uh, lots and lots of fan votes. So we allowed folks to vote as many times as they wanted. Um, we just had some kind of restrictions in place, so no bots got involved, no uh, kind of funny business. Uh, but more than 1.3 million votes. We had a 10-day voting period, so more than 1.3 million votes during 10 days. And Sriracha was the overwhelming favorite. They had nearly half of the total votes cast, well over 600,000. Uh, second place was uh, S'mores. So Sriracha won. S'mores was a, a distant second, but still had a, a really solid total over 400,000. But um, we're excited about Sriracha. It's such an in flavor right now. Um, so, you know, we got a lot of media buzz over the summer when we started doing this. People were excited about Sriracha. I actually just, I guess, Friday, so two days ago, got to sample it for the first time, and it is delicious. It tastes just like Sriracha. Not too hot, um, but really flavorful. It's uh, it's a flavor topping, so it's kind of like it's shaken on, um, similar to, I don't know if you've been in our stores, we have a sour cream and onion flavor and a garlic parmesan flavor, and it's just a, a topping that's kind of seasoned on it. But really, really good. Uh, pairs really well with our cheese dip or our spicy cheese dip. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it's going to be available both as a pretzel and pretzel nuggets. Each store has a really limited quantity, so uh, we anticipate it going pretty quickly. So if you're interested... Like I said, Monday the 23rd is when it hits stores. How long did it take you to develop, or your team, to develop that flavor? Or, or the flavor profiles yeah. that you actually narrowed it down to? Yeah, great question. So all of the flavors um, that made the top 10, we had to vet by our um, R&D team, and they said, yep, we can do all these. Sriracha, interestingly enough, was a flavor that had been discussed a couple of years ago. So our team had already developed the flavor, um, but the sriracha just wasn't quite as in uh, a couple of years ago as it is now. So uh, we ended up not proceeding with it then. But when it won here, uh, it was kind of fortuitous because we had already um, gone about creating the flavor. Um, so then it became a supply chain issue, which was, you know, how quickly can we actually bring this to market? Uh, we are deb- debuting it only in our U.S.-based stores. Uh, but that's still uh, over 1,200 stores, so making sure our, our supplier can uh, create the quantity that we needed, and then um, you know we can actually get it out to all those stores. So um, pretty amazing, though, that we were able to turn it around as quickly as we were. The actual voting period ended at the end of July, um, so you know less than three months later, it's going to be in stores. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, but yeah, like I, I said, you know, obviously that's probably the most exciting thing we have going on at Auntie Anne's right now. Another really cool thing we've been working on is our catering program. Um, so, you know, one thing that people think of when they think of Auntie Anne's is it's, it's an impulse purchase, right? You walk by our stores, you smell the aroma. I mean, if you're within like a thousand yards, you smell it. Um, it kind of draws you in. Yeah, that's how you get uh, my kid every you, single time. It smells amazing <laughs> and he right? knows when they're close by. For me, the smell yeah, it right? even, it, the smell can even bring you like to another place, like even like the beach, you know, or you know, or a carnival or something like that. For me, carnival, absolutely. I mean, it's it's this smell that when you smell it, you know what it is. Um, so you know, we've run our whole business forever, kind of as an impulse purchase. People walk by, they buy it, um, but now we're able to actually bring the pretzels to the people, bring the pretzels out of our locations to special events, to birthdays, to office uh, meetings, to you name it, uh, through our catering program. So we we just debuted this at the beginning of the summer. It's really starting to pick up steam as we see a lot of interest from folks 
who just had no idea, like, hey, I can have Auntie Anne's come to me. Um, so right now, you know, we do ask the folks, for the most part, they come pick it up from the stores when they place a catering order. Sometimes we do a franchisees that will do deliver it for them. Um, but it's a great way to kind of spice up uh, kind of gatherings where, you know, instead of having, you know, the, the boring snacks you might have at an office meeting or at a birthday party, add some Auntie Anne's pretzels or some mini pretzel dogs. Uh, we also do our lemonade. Um, we also, over the summer, launched a tea platform. So, you know, you can get a, a lemonade iced tea or we're going to have some other uh, iced tea flavors coming around probably next summer. Um, so, yeah, our catering program has uh, been really well received. And as folks start learning about it, they get more excited about it. Well, Chaz, that all sounds fantastic. And I know you're ready for a boatload of hungry shoppers during the uh, holiday season this year. Absolutely. The holidays are by far our busiest uh, time of year, uh, really starting November and then obviously in December through Christmas. Uh, busy time at the malls, and that means it's a busy time for us. About 60% of our stores are in shopping malls, um, so those stores, they, they do very, very well during the holidays. Wow. Well, we wish you continued success with your amazing uh, company, Auntie Anne's Pretzels. And why don't you, uh, before you go, let everyone know where they can search for Auntie Anne's and find the closest uh, location to them. Yeah, absolutely. It's really easy. You go to AuntieAnne's.com. You'll find the location finder right there on the homepage. You can find the one closest to you. Also, follow us on social media. We're always doing fun things. Maybe you'll get an opportunity to help choose our next flavor if we do another uh, iteration of our Pretzel Nation creation. So it's at Auntie Anne's on Twitter and Auntie Anne's Pretzels on both Instagram and Facebook. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And we will definitely run out and uh, uh, sample some pretzels real soon. Thanks, Chaz. Enjoy your holiday. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Goodbye. Our pleasure. Man. Do, you, do you guys do Bye. a live video stream of this or just on just the no. radio? Thankfully, no. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> just asking. <clears throat> John, John, asking. John and I are just too good looking. Yeah, we're just too good looking. Yeah. You know. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I have a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, so, Glenn, so sometimes I. I swear you think we're on TV. I know because you're always like, yeah, me, yeah. Well, he's always like, yeah, over there, yeah. And they can't dreams. see that. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to paint a picture that they can see. How about that cheesesteak? <laughs> that was pretty amazing, right? And I only had a couple bites. I'm going to eat it on the way home. <laughs> Mike's chiming in. I just uh, sent him a picture of the cheesesteak with the what's long a, hot. What's a Mike? Make him happy. My husband. Oh, Mike. okay. <laughs> yeah, Mike's her husband. He said okay. best cheesesteaks, twenty G's. Cool. Yeah, Ooh. definitely. Yeah, you Shout definitely. Out. Thank you. <laughs> and the best cakes here. We have the, we have Montgomery County. Uh, you guys well are how far apart? How I mean, uh, we're about three miles. Yeah, from each other. Apart. Yeah, yeah, same road. Same road, mm-hmm. right? So how about He's, that a little suburb? Do you, uh, do you offer desserts? Mm. I got funnel fries. That's no, that it. wasn't my question. Do you offer desserts? <laughs> no. Good. You two need to meet. Yeah. Okay. They, they already have. Did you miss the part where he refers yeah. clients to her? <laughs> well, but what I'm saying is, and you be quiet. You have to you have to develop a dessert menu for him. Okay, I'm down. Something that would work. <laughs> Something that would work there. Something for yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, we know. bring the sticky buns out, but when usually when people are drinking, they're not too into like. Yeah, he doesn't and look stuff. too happy about you it. You could so. probably do like grilled I, sticky, like yeah, uh, grilled Penn sticky State run, style. Sticky buns. Grilled sticky buns. Someone was asking last night about like a grilled sticky, a grilled sticky Sunday or something. Something chocolate mm-hmm. to have. Yeah, you should have something chocolate. It's yeah. a, mm-hmm. You never do chocolate martini. Yeah. So I'll be doing chocolate covered wings next. Yeah, I think not. Chocolate covered bacon. Well, yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, it's delicious. I do bacon cupcakes at my shop. How about bacon? Ew. Can you do uh, bacon brownies? 
Why not? Oh, what a good I'm idea. serious. She I, said, why? Because bacon and chocolate's good together. Bacon, walnut, brownies. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm looking for some. Seriously. I'll I'm looking some. for his next I'll heart attack. On <laughs> no, it's not from, it's not wait, from wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. No, the doctor said it's fine. He can eat all that stuff. What are you kidding? Because I didn't know I had a heart attack. Yeah. For your company, call me. I'll do it on Tuesday. I will. Absolutely. Well, a couple Before weeks we ago, we did uh, bacon wrap wings. Oh, wow. Did you wrap each well. wing with bacon? Uh, yeah. No kidding. Everything's you better do? with Fry bacon. bacon? Tooth hated me. Toothpick? <laughs> Toothpick and dry. Toothpick and dry. Bacon is its own food group. Wow. Pre-cooked the waking. Yeah. The wing, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult you, Deep fry it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Back up. I, I didn't hear that. Uh, Say that Bacon wrap wing. You're going to fight. It'll be on the menu. It'll be on my menu tomorrow, but tell me about it. Oh, pre-cooked the wings. Pull them out. Wrap with bacon, redrop them, and then cool. toss them in the sauce. Yeah, that sounds, wow, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So he's JB, adding to if you're listening, menu. there you go. He's got it. You're getting bacon wrapped wings. Bacon wrapped wings will be out tomorrow. And bacon brownies with walnuts. Don't worry, I bacon stole them from somewhere. Brownies. On your menu. Well, the best I'm were serious. always stolen. No, all, the, all the best ideas were stolen. So it's, right. been, it's been grand without Derek here. Yes, it has. Didn't right? It? We should not peaceful. have him here every week. Everybody, uh, yeah, we got everybody's name right. We did. Let's. What's your name again? Glenn Gross. Glenn Gross. And, Who uh, else? What's your name? I'm uh, actor John Dorenzo. So we got those names right. That's correct. See, Derek, we can get our names right yeah. while you're not here. And, and so let's get, go around the table. Who's here? Yeah, I'm the famous Keith Gallo. There you go. He yes. got it. He got it right. From Tony G's in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. And where uh, can give we us your you? social medias. Huh? Where uh-huh. Can we find uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Tony G's Pub on Facebook, um, on Instagram. Uh, then you got Tony G's Pub and Eatery, which is one of our Facebook pages. We're on Yelp. Um, Pretty much everywhere. Nice. Mm-hmm. Colleen, where can we find you? Um, you can go to the Facebook page. is Creeble's Custom Cakes. Um, the website, of course, Creeble's Custom Bakery. We're on Instagram at Creeble's Cakes. Twitter. Um, every Everything. Pinterest. Everywhere. Snapchat. You're everywhere. Just, everywhere. just turn everywhere. around She's and you're everywhere. there. Christina, where are you? Christina Martin. Chef yeah, let's Christina see. Martin. Cookie to Nourish is... Uh, we'll be at Cook again in December. Okay. Uh, 28th for a vegan hors d'oeuvre cocktail party. Oh, nice. Uh, what kind of hors d'oeuvres? Vegan. Vegan. <laughs> uh, wings, wings, like and, be- and the barbecue Not yet, stuff. I haven't written the menu yet. They just asked me to Well, give me an idea of an, a vegan app. Uh, probably some jackfruit. Okay. Wow. How about you, Barbie? What's up? I She's have on a Hell's lot Kitchen. Up. I, yeah, go yeah, ahead. I'm on Hit Hell's me. Kitchen All Stars. Um, I've been doing some viewing parties, and I launched a late night concept. So follow me on Facebook at Barbie Marshall, on Instagram at Barbie Marshall, on Twitter at Barbie Marshall. And uh, I'll... You, can find out exactly where I'll be, what I'll be doing. Nice. Late night concept. Expand. It's always fun to watch the show with me because, you know, that side commentary mm-hmm. is, is fire. Are you yeah. doing one again? I heard Friday. Chef Georgian told me you were at her place. I was. I and was. I missed it. Um, at I was Caesars. at Caesars, um, Atlantic City, at the Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill. I'll be back there on Wednesday, the 25th, for Halloween dinner. Oh. Collaboration with uh, it's a Hell's Kitchen chopped collaboration, and then I'm going to do cool. another viewing party. So uh, tune oh, in to my posted. Facebook pages. I'll post it all up about it, and nice. my website chefbarbie.com. Good and stuff. You said it. something about a late night concept. Yes. What is it? It's uh, it's the Ruba. It's a social club. Mm-hmm. Um, the membership's thirty five dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's that's really cool. Right now we're doing Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Um, and we're working out all of the details, but I've had one of my viewing parties there. Oh, cool. And it's, I mean, we go until about, I, I leave the kitchen open until about 245, 3. Okay. Um, which what is, kind of menu real quick? Tacos right now, but tacos. it's always good. Listen, the menu is going to be what I got. 
That's what she got. It's what, what I she got. got. So what I got is uh, my first live presentation on QVC is this Saturday. Woo-hoo. And I wow. am now a, um, a guest host for QVC. Very I cool. passed my certification and I am currently working with Copper Chef. Very cool. It is very cool. So Can I have your autograph? Uh, maybe. Uh, we reach 110 million homes. Wow. I know. It's crazy. So I got, I have that going on. And you can find me at Actor John Dorenzo and all my social media is on there, actorjohndorenzo.com. Glenn, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me right here. You smell like barbecue. I, I wonder why. Uh, uh, Fat Jack's Barbecue, uh, fatjacks.net, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Uh, we're getting ready to open Marsville very, very shortly. A couple of delays here and there. It's only been a year and a half, uh, but another week and a half or so. Where are you now? Run off the locations. Uh, Roosevelt Red Lion, Elkins Park. Uh, we sold Oxford and Levick, by the way, just so everybody Congratulations. Knows. Thank you. Two up in upstate New York, and Marsville's opening very shortly. Nice. So we, we've got about 30 seconds, and if I told this joke before, I'm sorry because I don't remember because I'm an old guy, but a guy walked walks into a doctor's office and says, Doc, I've got these pains. I don't know what to do about them. Well, you know, take your shirt off, take your pants off, lie down on the table. Doctor takes this cat, okay, and, and puts him on the guy's chest. Cat runs up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down his chest. Well, we, we don't really know what's wrong, but the doctor hands him a bill for $500. The guy says, $500 for a bill? Well, what's going on here? Well, it was uh, 300 for the test, 25 for uh, uh, the uh, uh, linen that we used, and it was $135 for the CAT scan. <laughs> I don't know if I told that before, but if I did, I apologize. Well, let's hope you don't tell this it is, again. This is Small Bites on Wildfire Radio, and it uh, looks like we is uh, out. All out of here. See you next week. Hasta later, everybody. Bye.